Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour two, Clay and Buck. Politics, everybody. Let's do it. Let's dive into this. Spent a lot of time on national security and ideology and uh, Islamophobia the first hour. But let's let's talk here about, which I, I think is a, a term. I don't even like the term, never mind the political usages of what's going on here. But let's talk politics for a sec. We have a uh, Republican debate next week. It'll be here in Miami. Um, Clay and I are going, we're going to watch it together. So we're going to have some kind of discussion about, are we doing, you know, what is the best dip, Clay? You know, we need to, <laughs> we need to lock some of these things in. Like, what is the dip of choice? I like anything that has crab in it. I'll tell you if you could do any kind of like a cheese crab situation that gets me excited, but really any version of queso melted cheese, maybe throw some kind of a pork product in there. I get excited. I can't stop. On dip, salsa, or uh, any sort of French onion dip or anything like that. If you put yeah. chips and dip in front of me, I, I I just I don't know that I will ever stop. I mean, I, I don't know that anybody's ever said, you know what? I've eaten too many chips and dip. I couldn't eat another bite. It feels like that's something that never ends. So I'm so, all in favor of that. So, so we're going to be having some good snacks because the debate will see whether it really moves the needle or not. Let's just to set the table before we dive into some of what. The number two right now, and really the number two the whole time, uh, Ron DeSantis is saying he is making his, he is making his pitch. And we're going to play some of this. And I want to hear in this hour from, uh, on the lines. Do you think Ron, are you still a Ron true believer in this election? I'll, I'll say this. I mean, I think he's a fabulous governor. I give him an A plus as governor in my home state here. He's great as governor. We're talking about the presidential election now, though. We're not talking about whether he's a great governor. He's clearly, I mean, I think it's very hard to make a case he's not a very good governor, but he's way behind Trump in this presidential election and has been for many, many months now. And it's go time. So let's look into this. First up, 
The Messenger, TheMessenger.com and Harris X here have a poll. National presidential nomination. Trump is at 62. DeSantis is at 12. Haley is at 7. Ramaswamy is at 6. Uh, Pence obviously dropped out. Christie won. Scott won. Bur- okay. So it's Trump, DeSantis, Haley. Uh, Ramaswamy still at 6. So Ramaswamy is, you know, just behind Haley. Um, but he has certainly lost some momentum in the, in the polling since, uh, what was it? Maybe midsummer, I'd say, when he was starting to get into some, some double digit territory. I think Vivek surged after the first debate. A lot of people didn't know him. He had a good, I would say, solid performance. And I would say he peaked about, when was the first debate? Like late August? Am I right on the math yes, on that? Right. I, I was remember. in, I was in Scotland. So oh, right. I, remember, yeah, I was in Scotland. Yeah. So I August. would say Vivek peaked. If I were assessing where we are right now, I would say his campaign peaked around Labor Day and has really not taken that next proverbial next step and i would say that desantis you can argue peaks before he even announced in terms of national polling and i would say nikki haley is the one who is still going up as we speak right now i, now, I, I think she that took can change, some of the, but that's, uh, the, that's the way i would assess it right now i think she took some of the wind out of vivek's sails if you will by really you know she she took swings she took swings at him and she took swings at, at tim scott I'll say when she took swings at Vivek, I'm like, all right, you're going to post photos shirtless playing tennis and like, be, you know, Vivek is, you know, he's, he's a bit of a brawler out there. But with Tim Scott, I was like, oh, oh, we, well, we talked asked about this. Tim little, Scott about that. Surprised. This yeah. I think even, even he acknowledged he to was us, surprised. Like he, he was surprised that she really went after him like she did. Yeah. So, all right. Now let's get into it. So Ron is out there because he realizes he's got a huge, a huge gap to try to close here. And I'm just interested. To, we're interested to see one whether he's able to get any any momentum. Iowa is the one place where I think a lot of uh, a lot of the DeSantis supporters and Team DeSantis are expecting he'll make a. It'll kind of be a first and last stand simultaneously, right? It'll be the first real time that people vote. But also, if Iowa doesn't go for Team DeSantis, I think it's going to get very, very, you know, very unlikely that they'll get momentum. You know, after that, maybe New Hampshire. We'll see. Okay. But Clay, let's let's get into some of what he has said here and whether this is going. This this was interesting. I I did not expect this answer the way it came out. At least here's Ron DeSantis. This is on MS. He went on MSNBC. He went into the lions lions den, den which, which I I respect. I think a lot I of do candidates yep. should do that. You know, I mean, Trump sits down with Maggie Habern from the New York Times all the time to try to talk to that audience. I think it's fine to go into lions den as long as you represent who you are and you don't. Try to pander, and he did not do that. And I think um, going live is important because they won't edit it. So he yes. was on live morning. Joe DeSantis was this morning on MSNBC. I think that's smart. We got some cuts to play for you. Yes. So let's let's start with this one. First off, he's saying Trump is running. This is seventeen. He is saying Trump is running a Biden-style basement campaign. Play it. We are not going to win as Republicans by adopting the strategy that Biden did, being in the basement during the 2020 campaign. That's effectively what Donald Trump's doing. He is refusing to debate. We've got a lot of issues that this country is facing right now. It requires steady, focused, strong leadership. you got to be able to defend your record, and you got to be able to articulate how you're going to take the country in a better direction. And so my view about why you should debate, I mean, look, I want to fight for people. You know, and Donald Trump is perceived by Republicans as a fighter, but I also want to win for people that means winning elections but also means winning on these policy fights clay if you were up 40 or 50 points would you debate no i would not and and 
look, I will say we were citing a national poll. Things can change quickly because it's not as if there are a lot of advertisements running in California or I would imagine Texas and Oklahoma, all over the country right now. Right. It, everybody's spending money right now in Iowa, and then they're spending money in New Hampshire and South Carolina, and I would bet that's like 95% of the money that's being spent right now is being spent in those three states by all candidates. Uh, but to me, if Trump gets on the stage, he legitimizes his challengers. If I were running, I would a billion percent want him on the stage. And so I don't begrudge DeSantis making that argument, Nikki Haley making that argument. Uh, Vivek, anybody. He's gotta make, I mean, they've gotta make that argument. And that, yes. this was, I think the fatal flaw for the campaign for Vivek all along was, you, you can't want to be the guy when you're praising somebody else as the guy. That, it's that hard to say, it's hard to, ba- basically what Vivek is saying is, uh, Donald Trump, for a sports analogy, is Peyton Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever lived, but I'll be Tom Brady. Right. It's hard to argue that but the person there, you're trying to get over is, you know, one of the greatest. But there's only ever, one QB. But, but there's only one greater. QB job right. to play to play, right? There's only one job, so we can't. You know, it's not like uh, he can be a great on his team and I can be great on my team. There's only one president, only one slot. So if you don't think, if you're not willing to say you're better than the other person in the role, you're not going to get the role. So that was, and I saw that all along, and I think I was pretty honest about that. As much as Vivek did have some very good moments on the debate stage, etc. Okay, but back to. um uh, DeSantis. So we, we both, DeSantis has to make the case that Trump needs to go on stage. Trump is not going to go on stage, so that doesn't really change very much. Um, going after Trump as a big spender, does this move the needle at all? Play 18. I was there for the first two years of the Trump administration. There was a faction of us in the House that was urging him not to just sign these big omnibus spending bills, but he signed every spending bill that ever got to his desk, culminating in in a big gusher of spending his last year in office, which, of course, ended up adding $7.8 trillion to the debt in one four-year period as a president. Under uh, the four years of Trump, he added almost as much to the debt as Obama did in, in eight years. And so there was no sense of fiscal restraint there does this dent the armor at all look i think the only way you can beat trump and i have said this from the get no i think the answer is no i mean i think that the people who are going to be focused on government spending already know this and i think it's hard to move the needle on that the only i think the only way to beat trump this is my personal opinion i think you have to say and they're not willing to do this because they're afraid i think you have to say trump lost in 2020 i'm saying if i'm running against him and he will lose in 2024 if we put him up against Biden again. I think you have to attack Trump and say exactly that. And you have to say it over and over and over again. The challenge with that is there are a lot of Republican voters who don't want to hear it. And so... And don't believe it. And don't believe it. And so that's the only way you win. Because here's the deal. I am focused. All I care about is winning. Right. I am Al Davis. Just win, baby. I mean, I wrote American playbook. It's like this is how you win. And I want to win comfortably. I don't want to be awake late at night, worried about whether a fire alarm is going to go off in Fulton County. I don't want to worry about whether the voting machines are going to work in Maricopa County. I don't want to worry about what's going to happen in Milwaukee or Detroit or Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, because, you know, the Democrats are going to pull every lever they can now. 
The challenge, Buck, is if you go balls to the wall with that argument, you might not win, and you might also mortally wound yourself in the 2020 campaign. Because right now, I think Trump is going to win, right? If we were, if the election was, you know, Tuesday coming up in, in 2024, you said, you said, said the 2020 campaign. You, you mean the 2024 campaign, right? Uh, well, if you lose, sorry, if you, if you make that argument and you lose in 2024, I think it impacts you in 2028. Because I think okay. people, yeah, yeah, I think people remember what, cause the big takeaway here, and I think we're starting to think about how this plays out is even if you lose in 2024, you want to be super viable in 2028. So for people out Look, there who are stepping down, yeah, th- that, that's why, that's why Glenn Youngkin's not running in this cycle, I think, because he's seen what's gone on here with the, with the Trump base and it's just, it's, um, it, the strength of it, the, the, it's implacable. It's, it's unmovable. It's, uh, it's ossified. I mean, it is there. Look at and, you, Mr. Vocab. You know, throwing it out there yeah. a little bit. And I think, uh, I think Youngkin, for example, is somebody who figures, you know what? You don't want to get, I mean, I, I don't, I don't say this in any kind of a, um, I don't mean this in a mean way, but you know, I mean, I think Marco Rubio's presidential prospects were damaged by the 2016 campaign. Now he's still a senator and he's still doing his thing and, that's fine, but I think that sometimes getting in the race against Trump doesn't lead you in a better in a better spot the next time around. Is that the case with DeSantis or not? Well, we shall see. They're- and that's that's why I'm saying, Buck, the question they're going to have to decide at some point is how much are you really going to go at the king? Remember well, well, the yeah, line? Is, is it all about? Yeah, of course. If you come at the king, you best not miss. Omar's best line from The Wire. I believe that actor passed away recently. Um, I think you're right, but I think there are a lot of guys who may be coming at the king and missing. And if Trump goes now, if Trump loses, I don't think you're harmed as much in 28. But if Trump wins, it's going to be hard to get people who really supported Trump to come back into your camp. And I think that's the calculus everybody's playing with right I, now. I want to know: Do we have right now listening and wanting to call in to make their case? Team Ron folks who still see the pathway and who think that because we get the emails, we get some angry, we get angry emails, not even because we, we look, we have never endorsed. We're just talking about what the polls are saying and what what looks likely based on the numbers. But people say, don't say that Trump is you know likely or don't say that Trump is is almost certainly or anything like that. So 800-282-2882 and Clay. This, let's let's come back to this question. Same thing for Nikki Haley too, by the way, because I think those are the only three that you could really okay. make a case for right now. If we get if we get some Nikki Haley callers, I'd maybe be very they exist. To know. Maybe they exist out there. We know we got a lot of DeSantis and we know we got a lot of Trump. Maybe there's Nikki Haley and just, uh, steadfast. And too. if we don't take any, it's because we're not getting the calls from them, which means this audience may be all in on you know we may be at the like eighty ninety percent all in on Trump phase of things here. But should the part? This is a question posed to Ron DeSantis. Should the party nominate Trump if he is convicted in one of these felony trials? Clay, let's return to this. Let's play this. Let's return to this because I this this was a moment. This is an interesting question to pose to the number two in the presidential election uh, GOP primary right now. We'll get back to that in a second. You know, there's truth in the phrase practice makes perfect. Guess what? I'm going out to the range this weekend with my brother and a friend of ours who is a true expert. You know, I'm just an amateur trying to get as good as I can trying to hone some of the basic skills I learned at the agency back at the day, back in the day. But, you know, I, I do what I can. I try to be as proficient as possible with my firearms and try to gain insight, knowledge, and, and better my skills. And, yeah, at the range, that's obviously a great place to do it. But also, I have another tool in my toolkit, the Mantis X. 
It's a device you can use without ammo to improve your shooting. This is a type of training called dry fire practice. And with a Mantis X, it's one of the best ways to improve your shooting accuracy. The Mantis X attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, connects to your phone and the Mantis X app. The Mantis X guides you through drills and courses and gives you data-driven, real-time feedback. Most folks see an improvement within the first half hour of using the Mantis X. This is a product now being used by U.S. military and special forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Make an appointment with the truth. Tune in every day to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Is this the first time you've heard uh, DeSantis make this argument? We're talking about DeSantis went on Morning Joe, MSNBC this morning, um, right into the lion's den. As we have complimented Trump for doing the CNN town hall, sometimes you have to go and talk to the people who otherwise claim that they hate you. That's why you say you're going into the lion's den to make your arguments 
And DeSantis made the argument, I at least haven't seen it made explicitly, that if Trump is convicted of a felony, he shouldn't be the nominee. Listen to this inner, uh, inner uh, exchange. This is uh, cut 19. Do you really believe that a man who's convicted of, say, attempting to overturn the 2020 election or taking nuclear secrets back to his beach club, do you actually still, as we sit here today, believe that person should be president? So I signed a pledge, uh, and that, that pledge is what it is. Now, do I think somebody under those circumstances could get elected president? The answer is no. That will not happen. I think that Republican voters will understand that as, as we get closer to voting. But it is, it would be fatal uh, in a general election and i don't think the party should should nominate him in that situation so you have desantis you're saying clay he'll support the nominee if obviously yep. if the nominee is trump but if that nominee is convicted and in, in either of the felony federal felony trials that he faces then it's fatal for the general election bold i I don't buy that argument i don't know if you do the more and more i look at this I think Biden's weakness is the story here more than who the Republican nominee is. People get fired up when I say this. I don't think Trump's the only person who can beat Biden. I think DeSantis and Nikki Haley would both beat Biden as well. I think Vivek Ramaswamy would beat Biden. I think really the yeah I do. Mm. I think that there you, you <laughs> mm. I don't know. I I I think Nikki Haley might win the biggest landslide of all those people personally. Just looking at the data, um, I think Nikki Haley could win comfortably. Now, I also understand that um, that there are people out there who would say, and I think there's a valid argument, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek, whoever it would be, has not been chewed up and put through the, we're going to turn even Mitt Romney into like the devil, right? I mean, Mitt Romney is the most blandly inoffensive human being who's maybe ever existed in politics. And they turned him into like a right-wing ideologue by the time he came through the car wash, so to speak, of the electoral cycle. So I do think those people would get attacked. Uh, but I think that, I, I think that increasingly, whatever happens in the court is already baked in. It doesn't seem to be moving the needle at all to me what's going on with all this lawfare. I think that is, uh, I think that's correct. I, I don't think that the legal challenges are going to make all that much difference. We'll see. My cell phone company, Pure Talk, is doing something monumental for our military veterans leading up to Veterans Day. They're raising $10 million to reduce debt brought on by our returning veterans going into the private sector and who are facing tough financial challenges. When you switch your cell phone company to Pure Talk's superior service, you'll be contributing to this worthy cause without sacrificing any service quality at all. With just two weeks to go, they're 74% of the way there, but they need your support for this worthy goal. Now, Pure Talk's plan started just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck to make the switch. Again, dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck to make the switch. Let's show our unwavering support for our veterans. Dial pound 250. Say Clay and Buck, switch to Pure Talk today. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to be talking to Senator Blackburn here of Tennessee in just a moment. Um, but a lot of VIP emails come in about what we were just talking about. Let's see, we have Mark writing in. Remember, if you want to be a VIP, go to ClayandBuck.com. He writes, fellas, can you imagine how jealous Trump will be after DeSantis kicks Newsom's butt in their November 30th debate? 
Mark, I don't think Trump's going to care. Um, um, that's my sense of it. I don't, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think Trump I is will watch be... that debate, but I don't think, uh, and I think it's smart for DeSantis to do, but I don't think Trump's going to watch that debate. Yeah. I don't, I think Trump will ignore the whole thing. Uh, Frederick writes, DeSantis lies quite a bit. Trump is holding rallies all over Iowa. He is visiting New Hampshire. DeSantis minces, minces words like an unethical lawyer. Hmm, Frederick, not a, as, not a speaking DeSantis. as an unethical lawyer, Buck, I actually don't think DeSantis lies. Uh, like compared to a lot of politicians out there, but the Democrat standard for lie is so high, highly set. I think it's it's hard to argue that DeSantis is lying. Senator Marsha Blackburn with us now from Tennessee. Senator, appreciate you calling in. I'm delighted to join you. Thank you so much for having me. So let's uh, let's start here with what what was your uh, what was your reaction to the Biden administration? Given all that's going on with Israel and Gaza and Hamas, uh, unveiling its strategy to combat Islamophobia yesterday. You have to listen to some things that are said from this White House and say they have to be tone deaf. How could they possibly move forward with that when you have Hamas, a recognized terrorist organization, recognized as such by the U.S. and our allies, have carried out these attacks on Israel, killing Israelis in their homes, in their communities, and uh, beheading babies, burning babies in the ovens, killing grandparents in front of their kids, and and children in front of their parents, how could they possibly not talk about what has happened to the people of Israel? Senator, um, appreciate you joining us. There's a lot of talk now about Israeli aid, Ukrainian aid, Taiwanese aid. The Biden administration is trying to roll that all together into one big bill, I believe, that costs over $100 billion. My understanding is the House is going to first pass a bill that focuses on Israel. Should this be one bill? Should it be individual bills? How do you think this should be handled? I think the process of moving forward with Israel aid standalone by itself Addressing those issues is important. You know, Clay, one of the things that's so important in this discussion is Israel can tell you exactly what they need and exactly of how many of whatever it is that they need. There is not uh, some any ambiguity there. That's important to this process. And giving Israel what they need to defend themselves is important. Making certain they have what they need in order to defeat Hamas and rid the face of the earth of Hamas, that is an important part of this. Now, if you want to then turn and take up Ukraine aid, which is a completely different issue, and we have got to have some accountability and transparency around the Ukraine dollars, whether it is for humanitarian aid or some of their government infrastructure or their military, there has to be some accountability. Right now, we're about $75 billion in on Ukraine. So we want to take this time and figure out 
what has happened. Now, nobody wants Vladimir Putin to get a win. Nobody. But at the same time, we have to have some transparency. Also, it is imperative that we secure that southern border. Look at what we had the first couple of weeks of October at that southern border. You had 30 Iranians, 35 Pakistanis, 100 Russians, and 2,000 Chinese come to that border and present themselves and ask for asylum. This year, you've had 151 known terrorists come to that border and claim asylum. And Border Patrol will tell you they have got to have a barrier. They've got to have more agents and officers. They need technology where they cannot get a barrier. And we have to stop this flow coming into the country. You have people from countries of interest by the thousands coming in here. And DHS, Mayorkas, is doing nothing to track these people. When these terrorists are apprehended, we don't know what they're doing with them, but we know they're not sending them to Gitmo, which is where terrorists ought to be sent. So the border and the open nature of this, the fact that you've got gotaways that are coming to that border, and you've got the worst of the worst, the gang members, the terrorists, those that are drug dealers and human traffickers, they're the ones in the gotaways. They're the ones that don't want to get caught. Senator, you're a mom and you're a grandma. Uh, When you see all these young people rallying to support Hamas, rallying to support Palestine, opposing Israel's right to defend itself. What do you think? I just, it's astounding to me that they are doing this and that the universities are letting this happen. As I said, the U.S. recognizes and has for the last couple of decades, has recognized Hamas as a terrorist group. And these universities are letting these students go out here and rally in support of terrorism, rally in support of people that say death to America, death to Israel, rally in support of an organization who in their bylaws, in their bylaws, they talk about one of their goals being the annihilation of the state of Israel. They rally in support of Hamas, an organization that has a leader that goes out and gives an interview and says, we intended to do all the damage we did on October 7th, and guess what? We're going to do it again and again and again until we annihilate Israel. Think about that. This is absurd. And I will tell you, Clay, this is one of the reasons that Senator Jackie Rosen and I had our resolution to condemn this. And we were joined by Senator Van Hollen and Senator Langford as primary co-sponsors. And then our resolution condemning these actions passed off the floor of the U.S. Senate last Thursday. And it did it with a unanimous vote. Nobody objected. And I wish we would see that kind of solidarity and support for Israel all across the country. People need to realize 
that these terrorist organizations, whether it's Hamas or Hezbollah or the Houthis or ISIS Syria, ISIS Iraq, we've got a porous border. We've got these terrorist organizations that would love to get people in the country into their terrorist cells. And we are making ourselves vulnerable because we are not securing our southern border. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Senator, thanks for being here with us. You got it. Take care. Bye. She's doing great work. Uh, and you know what could help a lot of you out there? It's Thursday night. Buck, you know what I had to do? I had to take a nap. Because tonight is the Steelers-Titans game, and I know my boys, my kids are going to want to stay up late and watch Thursday night football. And I say, you know what? I'm going to take a little nap before uh, before it gets late night. Get a little bit older. Maybe I take naps. Maybe you don't have the energy that you used to. Maybe you'd like some vim, some vigor, some vitality in your life. You can get hooked up right now with Chalk. 35% off for life. They're all natural male vitality stack. You take it for three months. It can increase your natural testosterone by 20%. So we come into winter, starts to get dark earlier, probably looking around like, man, I can't believe it's only 6 o'clock. It feels like it's midnight. I know a lot of you out there have that feeling, get home from work, been chasing the kids around. Maybe a little bit of extra testosterone in your life can make a big difference. Check it out. What do you have to lose? All natural, three months, 20% increase in your testosterone levels. 35% 35% off for life. All you have to do is go to choq.com. Use my name, Clay, 35% off for life. Check it out today, choq.com. You don't know what you don't know, right? But you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in, Clay Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to take some of your calls, um, and uh, we've got a bunch of you that want to uh, to weigh in on a variety of different topics that we've had so far. Giving you a heads up, Daniel Cameron, uh, who we hope will be the next governor of the state of Kentucky, is going to join us in the next hour as we sit here, what, five days uh, from Election Day 2023. So a lot of you listening to us in Kentucky can make the difference there. And as I said, ensure that Kentucky is not the only state in the South with a Democrat governor. Uh, but let's go to some of these calls. Uh, Jen in Daytona Beach, Florida. Jen, what you got for us? Yeah, I was just calling. I work at uh, a flea market that's just right behind the International Speedway. And um, I wish Governor DeSantis would come and maybe do some recon work. Um, President Trump is the clear favorite there everybody there is is voting for him i i don't like blanket like we i don't know everybody that i talk to um and DeSantis when he was running like there are flags everywhere for both DeSantis and trump but it's president trump that people are going to vote for in the primary um and if DeSantis wants to know why honestly he should just spend a friday or a saturday there and he would know like it's not wouldn't be difficult. Has that changed at all? Uh, because obviously DeSantis wins a big election in November of 22. In let's say December, Jen, were you and your friends all still on Trump, or has it evolved during the course of the past year? Um, no, it's the same. Like uh, once when De- when Governor DeSantis said that he was running for president, like a lot of a lot of people I talked to and myself kind of included, like we were frustrated, like. I mean, like, locally, like, homeowners insurance is out of control here. Like, it kind of felt like an abandonment. Like, we see him in Iowa, and he's in all 99 counties there, and it's like, well, there's kind of stuff here, too. Um, And we know what President Trump did. We know what he's capable of. We also know what DeSantis is capable of. But for me personally, I wish he would have waited. It's like he could have finished his term, and in 2026, and he had two solid years 
to um, campaign for president in 2028. Um, and I think a lot of people that I, I mean, like the people that we talk to, we're kind of frustrated in like the governing that's happening now versus, I mean, he was fantastic. Governor DeSantis was fantastic during COVID. I mean, did they've been there for 20, 30 years. And then all of a sudden they had no income, right? But he, like, because of the way he governed the state, because of the way things happened, we were able to get back to life, right? Yeah. And so, I think, we yeah, want to get a you, couple Jen. more calls, Jen. I don't. I think Buck, you and I agree. DeSantis is the best governor in the country. Yeah. I mean, you, for to a certain extent, were willing to move to Florida if uh, if Andrew Gillum had ended up getting elected governor of Florida. I doubt that you would have left New York. The, the move to Florida was a a basically vote of confidence in the governance that we saw during COVID, and that was yes. true true for me, true for former President Trump and all of his adult children too. By the way, the move to Florida during COVID, uh, I think I, I think Eric still lives in New York, but I think the rest of them all live in Florida now. So I know Ivanka and Don Jr. do. Um, Rebecca in Lincoln, Nebraska. Lebe- uh, Rebecca, what have you got for us? Hi. Um, earlier you had said something like, uh, if there was a nominee that wasn't Trump, would the Trump faithful coalesce around a different nominee? Um, and I think that's super hypothetical, right? Because he's likely to be the nominee. In my circle, I think a better question would be, if Trump is the nominee, would non-Trump supporters be willing to coalesce around Trump? And increasingly, I I know and hear from or about people who are not willing to support another Trump candidacy. So I think a better question, or maybe that would get us further, would be, would non-Trump supporters support another Trump run? Um, And I don't know. I think there's a very galvanized group of people who are not willing to. And so I don't know what that looks like moving forward. So so you you think that they would go, they would go third party, they would just not show up, or that they, I I assume they're not going to vote for Joe Biden. That's a great question. No, they certainly wouldn't vote for Joe Biden. I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. But I do know that discouragement's really powerful. I tend to think if uh, I, I know for some people, if they didn't feel like they had someone to represent them, they would just not show up. Like that's how powerful the discouragement is for some okay. people that I know. I, sure. I think. Thank you for the call. I certainly understand. And Buck, I imagine you do too. The argument that Trump has alienated a certain segment of the of the voting public. And that it is impossible for him to win. I think that Biden is so bad that electability has not been as big of a focus as maybe we thought it would be in November and December of 22. As we sit here in November of 23, I'm of the opinion that there are a bunch of Republican candidates that will beat Biden. If Biden is the nominee... Yes, I think there are several nominees that are running right now uh, for candidacy. I, I, I love your optimism. Him. I do not share it. So this is the this is good though. This is good because otherwise we'd be two guys sitting here saying it's good. You know, Clay, the Democrat machine is ruthless, formidable, highly highly moneyed, and uh, you know, funded. So let's and, pretend right now we're sitting on what is November second, whatever day it is, November second, yeah. I think. If you had a million dollars. And you could only bet it. You don't get to keep it. You have to bet it. But you get a million dollars, even money. You take a Democrat nominee, could be Biden or someone else, or you take the Republican nominee, could be Trump or someone else. Who would you think in a year, who would you put your million on? 
Wait, so it's I have to put my money on either Biden or just any Republican? Yeah, just basically the because I, I do think Biden It's going to be Trump Biden. Okay, so that's yeah, okay. I mean that's so my let's, first okay, bet. So it's going to okay, be Trump so Biden. Okay, so a million dollars down, you think Biden I don't, is going to find know. a way I'm to win? I'm saying I don't know. I'm saying it's going to be very close and I think I mean I think of I think Vivek Ramaswamy would definitely lose to Joe Biden. That's oh, I, I think Vivek would beat him. I, I mean, I love where your head's at. I think that's crazy. And I I, think of course, are... I, I, I would, I, I would be frustrated with the country if Vivek didn't beat him. Yeah. But I just think that, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's machinery, there's name recognition, there's, there's, you know, experience, there's all these things that would come into play. I, I, I think there are four candidates that I have seen that I think would beat Biden. Uh, that is, I think you agree with me on three: Nikki Haley, DeSantis, Trump. I think Vivek yes. would as well. So we agree I, I on the they first all three. Could. I think yeah. they all could. I also think the election is going to look very, very, very different 12 months from now than it is now in ways that I can't even begin to anticipate. And Clay, they're sneaky. They cheat. <laughs> they're nasty. Like, you know, the is so bad. There are a lot of people that can win them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.